test, 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 one, test. two. Can you hear me? One, two. Hey, Confessionista. It's Harper, co-host of Salon Confessions with my amazing friend, Jen, who owns a nail studio. Every time I go see her for a fresh manicure, she does my nails and we record an episode. We started this podcast because we were having so much fun chatting when I went from my appointments and we wanted to share with our friends and family. Okay, actually, truth be told, my husband Hudson always wanted the nail studio scoop when I got home because I would always be in such a good mood. He wanted all the gossip. So to make it easier for him to listen in, we started recording and figured others would enjoy listening in as well. Over the past two years, we've had a blast doing this podcast. It has been so much fun to remaster our original two seasons for you and add in some great guests for bonus content. And thanks to you, our fun little show is growing. So we're making this month's subscriber September and asking our confessionistas to go to wherever you find our podcast and click that follow or subscribe button. Then go ahead and add some stars as a review. If you like us, love us, and laugh with us, your review will help more listeners discover Salon Confessions. To make Subscriber September extra awesome, we're focusing this month on all of the funniest, most awkward topics and stories from our catalog. This week's episode is one we affectionately call the Giggle Fest, and it's mostly just Jen and I telling stories and laughing our asses off, like good friends do when you get together in a closed room. We share some funny, embarrassing stories that others told us, and some funny, embarrassing stories of our own. Full disclosure, there are a lot of Giggle Fest tales of peeing coming up, so you may want to do a quick run to the bathroom before we get going. We did. Over the rest of the month, we're going to cover super sexy topics like hemorrhoids and colonoscopies, and an actually kind of sexy topic, but also hilarious, all about my first boudoir photography session. These episodes will be a mix of old, with bonus content, and a brand new full episode that's never been published. But every single one of these conversations had us laughing, confessing, and oversharing like crazy. And that's why it's so important for you to click that subscribe button so you know when the next episode is available. Thank you so much to all of our confessionistas out there for joining us on this ride. We love confessing to you, and we'd love to hear from you. What topics should we cover next? Let us know at salonconfessionspodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram, Salon Confessions Podcast. We hope you enjoy, laugh along, and don't judge too harshly our 12-year-old humor in this deeply therapeutic, belly-laughing episode we call, Sometimes You Just Need a Good Laugh with a Great Friend. Oh, you're on. Hey, welcome. <laughs> this we kombucha almost start. came out of my nose. <laughs> this whole episode is all about <laughs> laughing. And so we can't even get through it. Welcome back to Salon Confessions. This is Harper. I'm here with Jen and we're in the, in the confessional. And uh, like I said, I, Jen said, what's our topic today? And I said, I just want to laugh. So let's tell stories that make us laugh. And I, I literally came in, like, I've just had the weirdest emotional day. And I've been all over the spectrum of ups and downs and anxious. And I walked in and within 90 seconds, we were rolling. <laughs> so I'll have to share that story too. So uh, welcome back. Uh, the confessional is a place where we come to just 
break down the reality of life. And sometimes the funniest things are the ones you can't tell that many people. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. And you have a confession of the week. I do. And okay. I'm glad you're sitting down. Oh, God. My confession of the week. I love Mercury retrograde. What? I know, right? <laughs> so I think this has been the last two times Mercury was in retrograde. And I know we didn't talk about it the last one, but the one before that. Right. We did discuss like how everything slows down. Yeah. So as I've said many times, if I know it's coming, I'm mentally prepared. Things go much better. This last time, multiple things happened where if everything was going at its normal pace, I wouldn't have handled it very well. But everything is moving so slowly that I can see it, I can work through it, I wow. can analyze it, and I can respond accordingly rather than reacting, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yes. So as I'm dealing with an incident and I'm so clear-headed and everything's moving so slowly that I'm like, oh, I see you. I've got you. I'm on this. I was like, I love retrograde. Did I just say I love retrograde? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I have loathed Mercury retrograde for as long as I've known about it. But I've had twice now where it has helped me because everything is moving so incredibly slow that I can really process things much better and handle them much better than going my normal 100 miles an hour. So as long as I'm not trying to work against it, it could be my friend. This is so interesting because we honestly like did so much discovery about this this year because mm -hmm. you had that reading yep. and I did a session. It was more of a group session, but got some insight. And that was after the first retrograde of the year. Okay. And then the second retrograde, we talked about the first one and yep. how traumatizing it was. <laughs> was that the tent incident? That was the hey camper. <laughs> but but oh. that second that second one was like not crazy for either of us, I don't think. And then this last one, I had the sense the whole time that it was just, it felt, and it's weird that you said that because the whole time I was like, this feels like good. Like this feels like a good retrograde. And I don't know that there's any difference. I think it's really got to be where we're at, what's happening around us, how much we're able to cope and deal with in yeah. the moment. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And I got to tell you another thing since then, because we've had a few episodes discussing like dealing with toxic people right. and what do you do when friendships change? Well, another very odd thing, my nail business is blowing up. I've probably gotten five new clients since the last time I saw you. Yeah. And maybe, maybe one or two was before I saw you last, but in a very short period of time, I've gotten at least five new clients. That's awesome. And I had, again, take a step back, like, the hell like I've done nothing different except but I haven't even been trying to do that but I've removed some toxic energy which I didn't even intend to remove the toxic yeah. energy I just tried to create some space and yeah. it removed itself so when they say you know surround yourself with positive people and mm -hmm. keep positive energy and it's really amazing how sometimes shit works itself out all right well tell me your funny story but I did have a good one today so I've had 
very strange, you know, people exit and then people come in. So I had a longtime friend, I'm going to say resurface. Okay. Like we were so close. We were in each other's first weddings. We lived together at one point. Um, super close time, things change, whatever, drifted apart. And we met initially, she was a no client. And we're talking back in the beginning of my career. I had two clients who were like my age. Nobody else spent the money to get nails done. So all my other clients were much older. I didn't have a lot in common with them. So actually my two young clients, I was roommates with both of them. And they're the only female roommates I've ever had. Never thought about that just now. That's interesting. Yeah, very strange. Anyways, so she, I'll say resurfaced because she reached out to me. And she comes in today and I've known her family now like close to 30 years. So I know all the ins and outs, you know, I've done her nails. I've done her sister's nails. I've done her mom's nails. And she's telling me that her mom had to have some kind of surgery on her lower lip. So it's really swollen. And (laughs) apparently when she saw her, she was a little taken back. And she goes, oh my gosh, you look like Jeff Dunham's sidekick. You know, Jeff Dunham, the comedian, and he has the little puppet yes yeah what does the puppet have a name it it probably does i have no idea anyway so i'm already laughing like that's horrible but i have the visual of jeff dunham's dummy is what her lip looks like (laughs) and i think he kind of has an underbite but she's got this big swollen lip so (laughs) she's like no you're not gonna believe this there was a family gathering and it was little jeff by the way oh okay i learned something new okay i just call him jeff dunham's dummy anyways (laughs) so they this family gathering is like her mom and their significant others and their siblings so they are meeting for dinner you know semi-annually whatever so apparently her mom tripped and fell and it was one of those like it looked like she fell for no reason and her dad says in front of all the family did you trip over your lip (laughs) (laughs) to which i am dying (laughs) rushes off to the bathroom or something and then he doesn't go check on her and says to the family she probably wet her pants when she fell i was dying i mean i'm laughing hysterically yet i feel horrible for her and i guess one of the sister-in-laws was like that's horrible like that you said that i go but it's fucking hilarious she was well i know it's hilarious but it is horrible that you would say my husband and he said it to me i would actually laugh but i would too a lot of people would just be hopefully they have that kind of relationship not sure not sure but apparently the family (laughs) was offended and i hope they're we can laugh at it right i I was literally like tears laughing but it was funny because that's one of those things like we haven't seen each other in years this is the third time i've seen her and it's literally like picking up like we never missed a beat laughing our asses off like she was taking her glasses off and wiping her eyes because i was laughing so hard i was making her laugh even harder she's like it wasn't funny i go oh no that shit was funny (laughs) (laughs) which you know what this also reminded you (laughs) okay i'm pretty sure we got it 
It was on an episode when you came in one day and I said, does it smell like poop? Because my last client <laughs> shitter pants. Yes. And I was like, what? As I'm sitting down in the chair. <laughs> well, no, she made it to the bathroom. But I didn't know that at first. Right. Yeah. And horrible. I felt so bad. But do you remember the other instance? <laughs> so I have a client who... um. I did services on her and then she also got her hair done here. So she came in one time to get her hair done. Luckily, it was Harper who was in my suite when all hell broke loose because other people might have been like, hello, this is my time. But, you know, Harper's pretty flexible. So here comes her stylist banging on my door because we have the curtain closed. And actually, we were supposed to be recording, but we just happened to have yes. been chatting at the time. We hadn't started recording. So the curtains closed, doors locked. She's banging like the fucking police on the door. <laughs> I can't say the name of the client, but the client, what should we call her? We need a nickname. The client, Gladys, Gladys is in the bathroom and she's been in there for a very long time. So she's coming to me for, why the fuck she's coming to me for help? I, I do not know. I do know. I look like someone who would be an any EMT help? In a, in a, especially in a crisis situation, because guess what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to laugh. I am not going to be any help. And, and what was my response? Call the paramedics, yes. right? She's like, she's been in the bathroom for a really long time. I don't know what to do. She's stuck. She's, on the toilet. She believes she's stuck on the yes, toilet. Yes. And she thinks she can't get off the toilet. That This is not my department. I don't get paid enough for this shit. Like, I'm sorry. And she wasn't even my client at the time. So it's definitely not my problem. She's in your chair. This is your problem. So she's like in a full-blown panic. The stylist. So here comes another person who works in the building. Do, 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 do. She's got a little razor blade. Flips the lock and it's unlocked. So in goes the stylist because Gladys thinks she's stuck on the toilet. And so, I don't think the situation would have been as funny until the stylist came back to report all of everything this to that us. happened. Yeah. So I think I unlocked the door and even opened it because I was like, I need to know what happened. Yeah, we needed the report out. So stylist walks Gladys out, gets her in her car. She shows up. Fine. Yep. She shows up in my doorway, completely distressed. Totally, <laughs> totally distressed. She, I believe the first words out of her mouth were, my bun was in her van. <laughs> and we're like, wait, 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 wait. What? She goes on to explain, and I wish you could have seen her face because <laughs> she's traumatized. <laughs> so she goes over and I'm telling you, I would not have done this from the standpoint of like, I'm going to hurt myself and then I'm going to be out of work. I'm not equipped to no, know how are, to transfer if people. If this ever happens to you, <laughs> call some help. There call is, a professional. You are putting a lot of things at risk that don't need to be at risk, including your memories. And your bun. <laughs> so she says, she said, I went over, I scooped underneath her arms and I pulled her up like, okay. And then she says to me, you're going to need to pull up my pants. 
Mr. Witch the Stops is like, oh, hell no. But was at that point fully committed. You can't leave at that point. Like you come this far. So she leans down to pull up. She has like stretchy yoga style pants on. So she leans down to pull up the pants. Hence when the bun goes in the back. She said she pulled up the pants. She said. She said, I know her underwear was all rolled up in that shit, but I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to undo it. <laughs> so she gets her pants up. Now nobody has any dignity left. <laughs> Gladys says, just get me out of here and tell Jennifer that I'm fine. <laughs> She didn't wash her hands or anything. She was so humiliated. Of course. And and here we, and we are dying. And you had never even met the stylist no. before, right? So, uh-uh. I mean, the girl is hilarious. So you didn't know how funny she was. But then she all of a sudden starts feeling horrible. We shouldn't be laughing and this and that. We're like, no, 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 no. It's okay. You are not laughing at her. No. We are laughing at the stress of yes, the situation. For sure. Gladys is fine. Gladys is in the car. She didn't wet her pants. No. She's on her way. You were an incredibly good soul. (laughs) Yes. She went above and beyond. I could not and would not have done all that. I would have not unlocked that door. I would have called 911 and said, come get her. I can't do it. You know, I would have done the same because I've been through that training. When you're in a position and you are not a medical professional, you're not supposed to. Don't try to to. provide medical support. But she wasn't taking no for an answer because she was so embarrassed understandably so totally understandably i mean hilarious though like oh my god that might have been the hardest i've ever laughed at work oh my god <laughs> and again i'm so glad it was you and a regular <laughs> it was totally the stylist reaction to it all yeah. and the and the report out following when we knew that everything was fine that's when we just we couldn't even handle it anymore my oh. bun was in her badge i will never forget that <laughs> I was still laughing when I got home that night. <laughs> and I don't think, like, I've told the story a couple times. And women generally laugh their asses off. Men are just like, what? Yeah, they don't <laughs> you, get it. You can't. You they can't don't get understand. it. <laughs> I don't want to get old. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? This could be our future. Seriously. I mean, the shit's bound to happen. <laughs> I know. And hopefully we can retain this sense of humor when it does. I know. You know what I think about sometimes is like, how freaky can you get during sex when you're 70 or 80 or 90 for that matter? <laughs> like, what's the freak level that you get to go to? <laughs> you're just... I- the visuals I why no because listen listen to me right now (laughs) my grandmother and grandfather were together their whole lives they were married at like 19 they were together till 89 and 90 they were married for 65 years they were totally in love it was very sweet they had six kids very 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 adorable loving relationship So it gets to the point where they're both in the nursing home together. And my grandmother wants me to like 
narrate her or write down the story she's narrating. And so she gives me all these things that she's written. And one of them was about their wedding night okay. with detail. No. Yes. And she said, I want my, my legacy to include this story because it was so important to us. And I was like, and I'm assuming this is the first time they ever had sex. Cause back then you yeah. didn't have sex until you got married. Because they had a pact that they were not going to have sex until they were married. Like some of those other kids in the area. Who knows what that means? This was 1920 something. Right. Okay. So they're in the nursing home together, 89 and 90. I go in to visit. My flipping grandmother has her hand down my grandfather's pants. Down his pants. No. And there is no I way can't. that all of us were not just like recognizing what was going on in that moment. Like I, I, I couldn't pretend that I hadn't seen it. I can't. Everybody was like, oh, here we are. And my grandmother was like, I think that's enough no, dear. <laughs> Wait, gra grandpa said that? Grandma. <laughs> in front of the whole room? Well, it was just the three of us oh at that point. <laughs> my parents haven't had sex since they conceived my sister of course so <laughs> the idea that yeah mm. yes so we're gonna take a break we're gonna gather ourselves and we're gonna come back for some more funny stories in just a minute having fun yet we are can you tell for our bonus content this week, we're adding in some stories from a mini episode we did that was all over the place and made no sense. But out of that episode came two great stories. The first is about my clevens, the name we've given to cleavage wrinkles. They're kind of like the 11s on your forehead, only on your cleavage. You'll hear about my horror at seeing them in a picture and the immediate urgent action I took to address the issue. Then we dive into periods. I did some math and figured out just how ridiculous nature is, and Jen shares the story of when she got her first period and her mom's follow-up sex ed advice. It's all ridiculous. Can you relate? Please tell us we're not the only ones. Do you remember when I sent you this text? So... Oh, <laughs> oh this is good. Okay, so I have a watch that shows me my text messages and I get a text that says so this happened today and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and then finally you send a picture of you and your lovely husband and I'm looking at the picture like okay what's wrong with this picture then she follows it up with so immediately upon seeing this picture I ordered this and it's some kind of and she sends the the screenshot some kind of picture of like uh is it a cream no or it's a silicone patch a silicone patch for chest wrinkles i'm dying i'm dying like i don't see a wrinkle all i see is cleavage she's like are you kidding me there's just one big wrinkle from the top to the bottom <laughs> it looks like a <laughs> sternum incision oh my god i was horrified i was horrified Literally, oh, goodness. and I had heard about this thing called a CO silicone patch. Oh, okay. Um, and <laughs> like for your boobs, because I had asked my 
Botox lady if she could do my my cleavage. And she's like, no, I'm not injecting poison into your heart. I don't know why. Whatever. <laughs> so even before this photo, you had inquired about this? Yes. Because you've already been self-conscious yeah. okay. about Kathy Lee Gifford. Okay. <laughs> when she was on whichever to part of the Today Show with, with Hoda. Um, once used this phrase that I will never forget. She said, well, you know, as you age, then your cleavage turns into a peach pit. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, she's not wrong. <laughs> like you cut open a peach, you take out the pit and that little like wrinkly part where the pit was like, that's what your cleavage starts looking like. <laughs> So every time I see the peach pit, I'm like horrified. That's your future. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Okay. So that's why I wanted Botox in my cleavage, which apparently is not 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 not, not cool. a good idea. <laughs> I'm not sure it's good in our face either. But, Probably not. You know, but that's a whole other story. Um. And so so my <laughs> esthetician said, "Yeah, do these silicone patches, and they make one for your cleavage." Yeah. And I had like been in the back of my mind but you know like they're expensive you know it's like whatever as soon as you saw that photo it didn't as matter as soon what they as cost. i saw the photo literally <laughs> i was I, we were in a car i don't even know where we were i was so traumatized i was gonna ask about that too why does it look like you're in the back seat of a car taking a picture <laughs> Have so I many think questions. we were in an Uber. Oh, if I'm not okay, that would make sense. Yeah. So I'm on online, going like, okay, how do I get these? Okay, yes, I want the fifteen dollar, fifteen percent, you know, first purchase. Okay, <laughs> check my email. Okay, okay, get do I want code. it on subscription? This is probably a good idea. I probably need it on subscription. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was the end. <laughs> It's on auto ship. I forgot. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how many patches come? Only two. And, and you can use them up to 10 times. Okay. And they come like one on either side of this plastic, solid plastic shield thing. Okay. So you wash it off and then you stick it back to the shield. Okay. And it looks like a upside down figure eight. If the eight had like a really big bottom. <laughs> What? Okay, so like draw a figure eight. Okay. But then just make the top of the figure eight really small. And the so bottom like a really snowman. Big. It doesn't really look like a snowman because <laughs> the snowman has like three circles. This only has two. But then you just stick it on and you smoosh it in between your boobs. I wish you could see Harper right now. <laughs> she's showing Demonstrating. Me, demonstrating. <laughs> <laughs> so I put it on and Hudson, he's like, what? What, what, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Did you not notice that big crease? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Which I'm sure he thought was just cleavage too. He, he had no, no awareness of it at all. So, so Hudson decided that, you know, anything that I need to do to make sure the girls are well taken care, care of. of. Yeah. He's on board. Okay. So two patches yes and you can wear them and this 10 times each costs how much money do you remember um, i know it doesn't matter at this point it's irrelevant it was but. i think on the auto ship it was like 45 bucks oh that's not horrible but and it's it like once a month you're getting an auto <laughs> ship of boob patches cleavage patches 
Yeah, it's not for the boobs. It's for the, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the area in between the boobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. Which reminds me, I had little patches like that for like your face. And I would put them on my 11s um, before I started doing Botox. And then even like when the Botox is starting to wear. And I don't know that it does anything aside from I'm convinced that I like scowl in my sleep. And it was would make it so you couldn't really scowl. <laughs> and it actually worked. So I think you might be onto something. Like, this might really work. Have you seen a difference yet? I I notice a difference when I take it off in the morning. Okay. So I feel like it's going to need a little run out to see if I really see a big difference. Before you cancel the auto ship. Before I cancel the auto ship. Um, well, and interesting because I'm picturing if you're a side sleeper, which I am, push the cleavage together, right. which would add to the crevice. I'm not saying you have one, but I'm just saying no, if there was you one. You saw it. <laughs> you saw the sternum crater. <laughs> Maybe we should post a photo without can, your face. I can, I can crop my face We're going to, we're going to post the picture and I want you guys to, to be Chime yes. in. Tell me yes. if it looks like cleavage or if it looks like, what, what did you call it? A crater? <laughs> Sternum crater. Sternum crater. Okay. I I mean, hilarious. Um, yeah. I, I want people to chime in. There, there are things about aging that I don't even think about and it doesn't bother me in the slightest. And then you get smacked in the face with other stuff. Exactly. Like, what in the hell? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, I, I do think we should discuss the other text that you sent me <laughs> recently. <laughs> let, let, let's recap. Could, could you uh, run that back? Well, so um, on, the, on my confession, I was talking about, like, how much do you actually bleed? And this is, there was a day that I was just having just, like, the worst cramps and everything. And so I, I sent this text. I said... New topic. What evolutionary fuckery is menstruation? <laughs> and I stand by this, right? So I did some math. Oh, my God. I did some math. Listen. We have women have 40 to 50 years of monthly cycles, right? Four to six day periods on average. On average, we have two to four babies each per female. So if you do the math on that, which I'm a little bit of a math nerd, so I did, that leaves us with 500 to 600 weeks, Jen, <laughs> weeks, equivalent of seven and a half years of cramps, self-pity, sexless annoyance, bloody massacre, <laughs> bloating hell. I think I lost it when I got to bloody massacre. <laughs> and we're laughing, but that's crazy it's crazy and and yet men have the nerve to call us crazy exactly. they don't go through this shit seven and a half years of our lives and mind you someone like you and i we've only birthed a child exactly i mean we have plenty of bonus kids but we have birthed a child exactly. not two to four exactly i started when i was eight keep in mind <laughs> and my family tends to go to we're like 60 oh my this God. is completely unfair it's totally ridiculous completely unfair but then but then it gets better for us because when you finally get free of the fucker <laughs> then you're hot as hot and dry as a goddamn desert <laughs> and your boobs deflate so fuck you nature <laughs> fuck you
<laughs> These are the conversations we have outside of recording. So you can only imagine. You can only imagine. Here, I'll throw a confession on okay. top of that. So I started my cycle when I was like eight. I don't know. Ridiculous. I, I It was ridiculous. Eight? Oh, yeah. So picture this. I go to the bathroom and there's brown stuff in my underwear. So I take the underwear off with the brown stuff in it and I throw it down the laundry chute. <laughs> and then I get some clean underwear. And then the next day I go to the bathroom and there's brown stuff in my underwear. And I take the underwear off, leave the brown stuff in it. So disgusting. <laughs> and I throw it down the laundry chute. I mean, yeah, what else are you going to do? Right. I, I, I didn't know what was going on. Like, I don't think I pooped my pants. <laughs> I, I don't know. So then my mom comes to me and she's like, um, is there anything that you want to tell me? I'm like, no. <laughs> well, are you sure? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. She's like, you know, I do the laundry. I go, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I literally had no You're clue. Clueless. She's like, oh my gosh, you don't know. I said, no, what? She said, you started your period. I said, what? <gasps> now I was in Girl Scouts and we'd had like a little you know, lesson. Right, right. But they told me I was going to bleed. Right. Blood is red. Uh-huh. This was not red. Yes. My mom, I think it was like she had like some like pre-bought Christmas gifts or something. She literally got them all out and gave them to me. I mean, oh. she felt so bad. I was devastated. But here's here's the better part. This is my birds and the bees talk. Be careful where boys touch you because <gasps> you can get pregnant now. I was what, second grade? I'm like, oh my God, where boys touch you. I'm like, I can't play tag. I can't play kickball because sometimes they touch you, you know, to get you out when you play kickball. I I can't, I can't do anything because I could get pregnant. Now, my mom to this day would deny this, but I remember it (laughs) very vividly. She's like, I explained more than that. No, you didn't. That was it. That was my sex education. Be careful where boys touch you because you can get pregnant now. Now, I get it. I'm a a parent of a daughter. It's not an easy topic. It's not easy to talk about. I was thrilled when she hopped in my car in, what, fourth grade and said, Mom, they talked to us about sex today. I was like, great. What'd you learn? Uh Uh-huh. You know, when some people were like, don't touch my child. Don't talk to my child about that. And they refused to send him to school that day. I didn't even know what was happening. Well, maybe I did, but. I was thrilled. I was like, please, I want you to get as much information as you can from as many sources as possible. And now for more peeing stories. Why is peeing your pants so funny? And why do women have so many stories about it? Over the summer, I had this party for some family at my house, and at the end of the evening, it was just my mom, my two sisters, and our cousin sitting at the kitchen table together. As we're wrapping up, my mom insisted that she needed to take a picture of the four of us and told us to line up together. For some reason, she didn't like the lighting, so she said I needed to turn the light out. Keep in mind that it was very late and completely dark outside. I tried telling her it was going to be too dark to get a picture, but she was insistent. So I figured I would turn out the light and prove it to her. 
As soon as I turned out the light, the room went totally dark and everyone started laughing. It was the kind of laugh that is both spontaneous and infectious. So we were giggling and then guffawing and then belly laughing. Very quickly, someone raced to the bathroom because they were starting to pee their pants. And I looked over at my mom who had frozen solid except for her shoulders, which were shaking from laughter. The unexpected shock of darkness and the silliness of having insisted on me turning out the light in the first place had caused her bladder to release all of its contents all over her pants and shoes and my floor. (laughs) There was pee everywhere. (laughs) This caused us all to race to the bathroom because now we were laughing even harder. Tears were flowing. We could barely breathe. And I gasped out, it's a pee My mom got cleaned up and we sent her home in a pair of my husband's athletic shorts and her soaking wet socks. Don't worry, we took very good care of her and we still giggle about the Pinami story when we get together. Laughter and peeing over 40 as a woman. It is dangerous. In this last part, we have a couple more peeing stories that nearly had us peeing in our chairs in Jen's nail studio. If you have a peeing story to share, please, please, please send it to us. Salonconfessionspodcast at gmail.com. Here's the final act of this week's Giggle Fest. <laughs> okay. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Jen was just saying it's a good thing she went to the bathroom before we started recording, which you often do. You often like make that safety precaution. Yes, because, you know, we're getting to that age if I... <laughs> I saw a commercial or maybe it was Instagram ad something about like the Nick's underwear or something and it talked about oh, like, the, if you have yeah. leakage well yeah. I'm not at the point of leakage yet but if I'm laughing too hard which reminds me someone we went to high school with I was telling her about a time that I was in Vegas and the only time that I really almost pee my pants is if I've been drinking and I'm laughing like if I haven't been drinking, I can hold it. I'm not actually going to pee, but, you know, if there's alcohol involved, there might be a, a dribble or two. <laughs> Anyways, so I shared with her, oh, my God, one time I was in Vegas, and I started laughing, and then I kind of peed my pants, and then I went and got a tattoo, blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, that happened to me in Vegas one time. I just sat on a cushy stool and finished the job. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, I can't tell you who it was. I'll tell you off. Like, <laughs> and I'm telling you, when I told her that I had started to wet my pants in Vegas, that was like 2005. And she had done it previous to that. So we were not very old. Wow. <laughs> well, that's said, probably why. Yeah. She said, I just sat on a... <laughs> oh, my God. Now, imagine the person that sat on that after... <laughs> <laughs> Look at the seat's wet. <laughs> So another person that we went to high school with, different grade, very good friend of mine. She um, used to be a teacher and um, had gotten a bladder infection. And I don't even know if they still sell them, but they used to sell these pills that you could take. And they made, they turned your pee bright orange, but it was basically like Novocaine for your bladder. So it like numbed the pain of the bladder infection. So that you okay. could function. Okay. The challenge is when you numb your bladder, your bladder doesn't know what, what you to have do. to go. Oh shit! <laughs> so 
she's taking an extra dose because she has to teach. And she's like, shit, I got to teach. I got to get through this. So she takes, she slams extra doses of this stuff. I can't even remember what it's called. I won't even recommend Isn't it. Isn't it like a cranberry? It's not the cranberry one. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's this orange pill. It might have cranberry in it. Okay. But it's an analgesic for, oh. for your bladder. Okay. So she's standing. <laughs> I can't even understand. She's standing in front of her classroom, giving them instructions and teaching. <laughs> she can't stop peeing. <gasps> she is in her classroom teaching. And it's just coming out. And it's coming out. And so she finds like her desk. <laughs> and it's orange. Oh, God. And there is nothing she can do. There is not one thing she can do. She cannot, like... What what age is she teaching? Oh, do you know? God, this was 15 years ago, so early 30s. But Before saying, kids. What was the age of the children? Junior high. Oh, the worst. Junior high. Oh, no. Yes. I was like, well, maybe it was kindergarten. No. Junior high. Oh. Jun- <laughs> oh, my she God. Said, she said, like, as soon as it finally stopped... She just fled the room. (laughs) Told the teacher next door, "You gotta go cover my class." I'm having a situation. (laughs) Oh my god! She told me that story, and she's dying, and I'm dying, and she's mortified, but also just like crying, like tears, (laughs) laughing tears. Can you imagine? No. <clears throat> no. Oh, God bless us, everyone. Should we just stock up on Depends right now? If, <laughs> if I get to the point that I need Depends, someone needs to just tell me. Like, if you're running to the bathroom that often or if you're having accidents, you need to do something. Something. We need to help each other through this. Yes. Yes. And keep a sense of humor. Right. There is no shame in my game. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yes. And apparently they make this underwear now. <laughs> I know. They make the underwear. They've got like little like period pads, but for pee. Yeah. Well, my mom always says, I, I need my piddle pad. She's been wearing piddle pads for yes. years. Yes. And I'm like, okay, mom. Well, I'm getting closer. <laughs> we're not there yet, mom, but we're, I'm getting closer. I have a new level of respect <laughs> for the piddle pad. So clearly we have like an entire 12 year old sense of humor. (laughs) We have to maintain this sense of humor or we'll crack. I know. Because you can either get mad, get defensive, or you can laugh. I'd much rather just laugh about it. Yes. I I am. And I would rather other people laugh at me or with me, whichever, as long as we're all in either one. Yes. Either one. Yes. Yep. I think we should take ourselves very seriously, but not so seriously that our ego takes over. Amen. Because we got to laugh. Yeah. My dad says all the time, you must retain your sense of humor. Otherwise, <laughs> you might crack. Yes. And I think that's very accurate. Yes. <laughs> well, I hope you've been able to understand a single any word. Of this, we any of this. We, we do have to start. We do have to end at the beginning. Yes. Which is... All day long, I'd been messaging Jen saying we have to do funny stories. And I was in a place and I like was not actually feeling very funny when we walked in. And she's drinking kombucha 
and she pulls a face. She's like, why is the top of it always so black? And I was like, well, you just have you to shake, shake it. it. Um, you're not supposed to shake kombucha because it's a little carbonated. And I said, no, it's not. It's not that carbonated. I do it all the time. It'll be fine. Just shake it a little. Mm -hmm. so, so guess what happens? So she shakes it. Not even vigorously. No. Just, just turn gently. it over once or twice. <laughs> Gentle shake. Open the top <laughs> and the whole thing explodes. Yep. All over the floor. This is how you got your episode today. <laughs> So guess what, folks? Don't shake your kombucha. Although I swear in the past I have shook it too. I told totally So do have. you have to like shake it and then maybe set it down? I don't know. But I don't know what the that's how we got to where we're secrets. <laughs> yeah, if you know that, let yeah. us know. Let us send so us an email, salonconfessionspodcast at gmail.com if you know how to keep your kombucha from exploding. My floor is sticky. <laughs> I hope you're sticking around to mop the shit up. <laughs> it needs a good cleaning. <laughs> I said I'm a terrible friend. That was horrible advice. <laughs> but hey, it but got you to laugh, it which did. you clearly needed. This was very therapeutic. Thank you so much. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh my gosh. Are your abs as sore as mine right now? Just like a good cry, a good laugh is amazing therapy for your body, mind, and soul. So... I hope you chuckled, guffawed, cracked up, and made the folks around you wonder what you were listening to. Enjoy those happy endorphins coursing through your body, and remember, we're all in this together. When things get ridiculous, we gotta keep our sense of humor. This podcast is recorded live in Jen Lawrence's nail studio and produced and edited by me, Harper Hudson. You can connect with us on Instagram at Harper Has Nice Nails and Jen Takes Confessions. Production support is provided by Rue Spence at Cinevia Studios. Subscribe, follow, review, and share. We'll catch you next time.